Hello, welcome Heartfelt Leaders to Practicing Life podcast with me, your host, Ashley Pitzer. I am a fantasy author, life coach, and hypnotist, and I am against perfectionism, which is why this talk show is called Practicing. This is a place where we normalize mistakes, failures, and difficult decisions and transform them into blessings. This podcast is about sharing life lessons and the stories around overcoming them and what was learned from them. There is no one way to live life, but you can all learn from others and decide what works best for you. I am here to support, lift up, and help heartfelt leaders like you be seen. If you are ready to hear people's stories and really see them, then stay tuned. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Ashley Pitzer, your host with Practicing Life. And today I have a guest, Joan. And Joan Marie is here. Hi, I know. Joan Marie is here because I asked her because I think she is freaking fantastic. She is, seriously, age does not stop her. And I admire her energy so much and her passion and her joy for life. And as you know, I'm a very much a heartfelt leader and I love to be bringing people on that can inspire and lift you up and that we can learn from. The show is a lot about life lessons, so I can't wait to dive into Joan's story. So Joan has a little bit of a bio I will read for you. And it's a tongue twister too. I don't know if you realize that. <laughs> Joan Marie is a visionary artist expressing your highest, your higher self, intuitively creating your inspired personal power portrait. <laughs> I can see those PPPs. Anyway, Joan Marie creates art with exuberant passion for life. Her energy is infectious. And I totally agree with that. Just as a side note. Her intuitive creations radiate divine inspiration and powerful force of love. So Joan, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast for all of the people listening. I first met Joan through a transformational coaching program that was held by Jim Fortin. This is definitely a program that brings visionary people together. And Joan really, like, I just loved all of her videos. We were always encouraged to do videos in this program through Facebook and Oh, Joan would be out there dancing and she'd have her butterfly wings and it didn't matter what she was facing. There was a smile on her face and her heart was just so large and beautiful. And so I'm like, this girl is special. <laughs> so I'm so happy to have you here and say hello. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I want to dive right in and ask you, so like, what's your story? Let's go to the background. Whoa, was my story. Okay. The story is always so hard because you can go in like 50 directions. Um, I mean, I, I think my life started when I was 19. <laughs> because, you know, like all those other years, it's like I was trying to just find what what light, what lit me up, I think. But it, I wasn't even on a search. I was just living, you know, just sort of enjoying my life. And, and everything was pleasant. Everything was lovely. And... Um, and then I went to college and, and um, over the summer went to uh, Italy for some classes. Wow. And I, yeah, and I saw uh, Michelangelo's Sistine ceiling. And when I saw that, and I had no anticipation, I was taking art history. Yeah, I, I didn't know if art would be my major. I just took a few classes here and there. But when I saw Michelangelo's Sistine ceiling, I just. Oh, I just, I, I call it like, I just swooned. I mean, <laughs> it was like an out-of-body experience. It was so spiritual. I was so filled with that energy that it just never, and then, and then we um, went, uh, I saw my, uh, Leonardo da Vinci's uh, Adoration of the Magi at the Uffizi Gallery. And between those two, I sat in front of those that for two hours, and I didn't even know that much about Da Vinci. I mean, everybody knows his name, but the energy from that painting—not the not the uh, Mona Lisa, but the Adoration of the Magi. Anyway, the energy and that that energy stayed with me so much that it just it got my heart going, you know. To and it was just a, a whole different level of experience of life to have taken in that energy. And I said, if art is that powerful, I have to be a part of it. So it was on that day, because I'd gone through a whole year of college, not knowing what I was going to major in. 
not feeling my art was like <clears throat> that strong that I could be a full-time artist or an artist. But after I saw that, I was like that I have to do it. So I changed colleges and was full-time artist. And then in college, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then in college, my second time around, second freshman year and then sophomore year, a very powerful art teacher insulted me and said, you're not creative. He said, you might as well stop being an artist. There's 27,000 starving artists in, in New York City alone, and you don't want to be one of them. So just, you know, be a home economics major or something. I was like, oh my gosh, that's crushing. Oh, I know. And, and, you know, like I've learned since then that he, it wouldn't have affected me so bad if I didn't already kind of believe it, you know, like there was that voice inside me that never thought I was good enough. You know, that whole thing we go well, through seems like everybody does. Right. And it's really hard when it's a teacher because teachers mm -hmm. are subconsciously wise, considered an authority figure. That's not, it would be completely different if it was like your person that you painted next to in your class, you'd be like, Oh, a little affected by it, but not like, and, and I had the male issue thing, too, because my father was the type you really respect. You know, I didn't I, I knew he loved me, but it was German. And it was just like, you know, you, you just look up to him, you know, and, and mm -hmm. it's kind of so the man thing was, you know, this was a powerful artist, teach, art professor, and he did powerful paintings. And so I just respected his opinion as a sophomore yeah. in college. And um, <clears throat> so that voice of negativity you know but it, but it couldn't stop me and I found out later when he was 80 I found out later that he did that to students to see if it would stop them because oh no way <laughs> different really I'm not all of lessons. them you know I mean just he would pick certain ones to insult you know deeply <laughs> but because he, he didn't see potential at that stage you know like in certain people and um, and if, if that comment could have stopped me, I should have been stopped because it is not an easy road to do, to do anything really that is, you know, um, that you're really challenged with, you know, and, and it was a real challenge for me to, to develop my skills and develop, you know, to, to be the professional. I wanted to be Michelangelo and Da Vinci, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> that was my goal. <laughs> Well, and, e um, even when you say, I'm going to interrupt your story yeah, for a second, sure. but please go back to it. But like, even when you were talking about these, these artists really brought out something that you admired. When you, when I think about you, I think about, wow, your portraits do exactly that. They, <laughs> they communicate so much energy, just looking mm -hmm. at them. Like, and I know you had to go through many roads <laughs> and lots of journeys, but that that moment in my eyes, you've done it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you you full circle. <laughs> yeah. So I really love that. But I didn't mean to interrupt your story. So well, I mean, that's a discovery that we all need to discover that, you know, when when something lights you up, when something turns you on, it's reflecting who you are. So make note of that, you know, like when you have a deep passion or excitement or thrill about something, make note of because that's you, you know, even if it's a person that's that you're feeling really attracted to. And you, you might even think it's because you should have a relationship with them or something, but it's uh, many times it's just a personality trait that they are reflecting that you haven't developed, you know, so it's like, you know, and the more you develop that characteristic, then the more, you, you know, you don't need that person. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, if you, if you feel a neediness towards a, towards a certain person and you know what I mean? That, that was one of the, the hardest things for me was learning that everything is a reflection of me because there were certain <laughs> things in my life. I was like, no, it can't be. And then like, that's when you got to look at your shadows and be like, oh crap, I got a yeah. lot of work to do. Yeah. So I totally get that. I want to just circle back too, because one of the things I think people misunderstand, like a myth almost is that just because something is lights you up, it is your dharma, your passion, your purpose does not mean that it's going to be a smooth road. Oh gosh. And no. But people think that they're like, oh, well, it wasn't easy. So this can't be it. But obviously you had what I call a social media troll. Like you had a troll come in and say, your dreams aren't, you know, happening for you. And um, anyway, and, and so that was just one obstacle. And I'm sure you faced like thousands of others. I'm sure you probably had to go through like different, um, paint brushes and different paints to figure out like what is your style and what it aligns with you 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I went, I went through business after business, a different style after style. And I mean, I remember when I was 50 and then when I was 60, I mean, I cried so hard because it was like, I can't try any harder than this. You know, like I've, I'm putting my whole heart and soul and I, I, I do nothing but art all day, all the time. I mean, not all, you know, but I mean, just constantly constantly disciplined to, to do, to do what is necessary to yeah, be a professional dedicated and devoted. And then like totally. you weren't seeing the payoffs and then it, it goes, it goes, Oh my gosh, the mind games that happen in those moments. Yeah. So you feel like a failure. And, and then finally I learned the lesson that every, every, every failure, I mean, Einstein, I mean, we all know, hear these phrases, you know, that, um, you know, you, you go through a lot of challenges to 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 reach. I don't forget Einstein's quote, but <laughs> but you know, like well, you know I what mean, I'm I saying. Remember Thomas Edison? So that yeah, there you go. You That's probably <laughs> Thomas Edison went through 700 trials hmm. before he was able to create the light bulb. Which I, as a today, you know, a sophisticated, complicated person that I am, can't figure out how electricity works. So yeah, yeah. right. right. But but the whole thing is changing your perspective about disappointments and and having it you know every everything is as everything's a medicine everything guides us everything is comes to us to teach us a, a lesson that we need to wake up to so if we see it like that and, and we hear these words but when we're going through it sometimes we don't really get it we we just keep thinking we're doing you know it should be happening differently because you know there's so many people out there promising if you do this this and this this will happen you take these expensive courses and you know do abc and then you got this and they're not really making promises but you know it's you see you Feel like you're going in with with that concept and when it doesn't work out you're just like well what did i do wrong why am i such a loser you know <laughs> yeah i get that you followed the formula you follow yeah. the formula of how and it's supposed to be guaranteed but then there's not very many guarantees in life <laughs> So I, I mean, it's exciting to discover that you find your own way and your own way to market and your own way. You know, you learn all the lessons, but you 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 do it. You twist it and turn it to your own personality. And when you finally own who you are, when you really understand what what light the, the way you want to present yourself or who you are, not the way you want to present yourself, who you are, when you're free to be who you really are, when you're being genuine, that's that's the best marketing ever is just being you and sharing anything openly sharing anything you're willing to share and to know that all the ups and downs is life. And, you know, just to feel free, you know, like life really is meant to be fun. And, you know, that took a while for me to finally, you know, soak that in as much as I was wanting to have fun. And I, it was, it was kind of my concept. I, I wasn't free because I, I just, I, I was trying too hard. You know, I definitely was one of those people too, because I suffered from perfectionism and people pleasing, and that goes right along with trying too hard. And so it took a really long time to let that go. And even as you're saying, conceptually wise, like there's a lot of times when I'm going through a life lesson and I'm like, oh, you know, like I know what is happening and I'm just going to have to write out these emotions, but I'm, I'm human too. I'm like, let's get through these emotions. Like, um, but yeah, I, I tell people a lot of times, like, since I'm a fantasy writer, I tell people like your, your struggles, like they're, they're not like failures. Your failures aren't the villain. They're the hero. Cause that's what teaches you. That's what grows you. That's what prepares you to be able to receive. And without that process, without that, um, filtering, you, you don't, you don't change enough to be able to receive. So, but I mean, sometimes I want to like be like genie in the bottle and snap and make it happen, <laughs> but it happens on its own time. Yeah. And, you know, I was so excited when things did start happening for me. I, I, I should say financially, my business started because, you know, people are saying, well, what is success? And I was like, well, I'm still not a successful artist. Well, what is a successful artist? Well, in my mind, it was a certain amount of dollar amount. 
And, um, you know, so when I achieved the, and, and they were like, you're already a success. Look at your art, you know, just look at what it's expressing. And I was like, yeah, but, <laughs> but so when it, when it did reach financial success, I was in and had a waiting list and I was ecstatic. <laughs> I know and I'm like, yes, I did it. Then I'm confronted with another huge challenge. It was a physical challenge, like a, a, uh, um, I don't know. I should. I haven't really shared this pub, uh, publicly a lot, but you know, like um, I was told I had leukemia, and you know, like so, like suddenly you're like, what? And at first, it didn't even affect me. You know, like oh. it'll just go away. It'll just go away. I was in La La. I love that. If I ignore it, it will go away. Yeah, yeah, because I'm so positive and I and life is so perfect and everything's wonderful. It'll just go away and la la la. Everything's fine. And you know, several months later, the numbers got worse and worse and worse. And I was like, oh, hmm. <laughs> maybe I better do something about it. And so the whole process of of learning how to heal that opened up new lessons that I needed to learn that, that are making me a better person and more, you know, making me more of who I wanted to be and, and who I, you know, just, it opens more doors. And when I view it like that, it's just, once again, a blessing and things are healing. And I'm almost, I'm, I mean, I'm healed. Let me just say I'm healed. <laughs> That's right. Put that out to the universe. 100%. But, it, but it, not, the numbers have gotten better and better and better. And it's all through, um, I mean, I, I have good diet and meant, but releasing the stress, release yeah. the stress. I mean, life is truly meant to, to flow. And I, I mean, with all the strange things that are going on in the world, you, you kind of go, how in the world? But, you know, you can. There's You can come up with your own formula that works for you because you can't make sense of the world. There's no no you know, answers and there's no sense to how, like, you know, certain things that happen or so many things that happen to yourself or to the world. So you can't answer it that way. So everybody has to solve their own direction as to how they just let it, you know, just allow it to be and just enjoy your life right now. Because right now there's no problem, really, you know, like in this very moment, you know, we, we stress over future or the past and, oh, gosh, yeah. um, you know, so it's, it's like learning that, learning that and really living that is so powerful because the more present I am with my art, obviously the more connected and the more things flow and the more things, you know, um, come through. And it's just so, woo, it's just so wonderful. It just feels so good. So. I love downloads. So, <laughs> and you know, even, so I don't always understand how things work either, but I mean, I, like, I definitely have the belief system that there's only now, like now is the moment. And so I like to be present in the now. And then I always wonder, but I get so many downloads and my downloads take me to where I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if I'm in the now, like, but I have them and I enjoy them and I appreciate them. But yeah, it's like, I feel like time is all of a sudden gone. And I've been in this visionary word. And then I'm like, my downloads ends. And I was like, where's the now? <laughs> you have this occupation period. So I always wonder about these, you know, offbeat things. My weirdness comes out. <laughs> no, that's, it's good because that's, if you can get, if you can get to a place of understanding that or just allowing all that, it's not really understand. I don't want to say the word understanding because like I said, we never understand, but just allow things to flow. Um, I mean, I look at some of my art and go, how did I do that? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, some, like sometimes I'm writing and I go back and I'm like, yeah. I don't even remember writing this, but this is, yeah. this is amazing. I'm yeah. so grateful. Right. Which is something I actually wanted to bring up for you. Cause like when you, when you're art, like, so there's, there's three sides to every story, right? So like, there's the person who's bought your, your art, there's like you, and then there's something that happens in between. And so I'm just like wondering from your perspective, like when you show like the process, let's go through the whole process. Cause I'm just so freaking fascinated by all of it. So like my understanding is people come to you with maybe some bullet point items, and then you somehow transform all of this. Like, this is where the magic happens. So like, what, what is it like for you? What typically happens? Well, we, I do an interview where I ask questions and I, I just spend time connecting to their energy and, 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 and answering lots of questions. And then I, I, um, 
listen to it again later, just relaxing and just totally listening to it again, because when I'm present asking and involved in the conversation, um, I'm not as present as I will be later. So I'm getting more of a meditative state when I listen to it again, listen to the replay because it's a Zoom call. And um, <clears throat> and I did, and I have my sketch pad, you know, pad next to me and I start sketching as, as the, um, as I relax with the conversation, I just start sketching different things and things just, that's when in the silence, in the, in the relaxation, in the, in the trust, you know, because when I, there, I mean, in the past, I used to think, oh my gosh, what am I going to, what am I going to create? How am I going to do it? Will this be any good? You know, all those questions. I have really learned to just stop all that, you know, like just stay in total trust and flow and know that. And, and as I'm doing the art, you know, I sketch an idea and then I start with the biggest, the biggest idea. And then it just evolves and, and things just, you know, it, things just evolve. I don't know how to explain it. It just, because and and it's like an actor playing a part, you know. I just I get totally connected to that person's energy, and I, I only do one person at a time, of course. I mean, I can't do any other art. And that's um, one of my questions was going to be because some yeah. artists they whatever if they get stuck or they might have different points in the day where they're doing other people, but you you concentrate on one person and you stay in that energy so that connection stays strong. Yeah, just like I really do compare it to an actor who play, who puts their whole heart and soul into that part that they're playing. If they're you know being a certain personality that's not them, and because you know some some obviously everybody's different from me. And I and if you look at if you look at a, a whole if you look like at thirty of my power portraits that I've done, they're all very different because everybody's very different, you know, <laughs> even though I do like to focus on power animals and spirit animals. I mean, that's my favorite. So the, I tend to attract people that have a powerful um, power animal or spirit animal that they're really connected to. So, um, but, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, there's more than that, you know, there's symbols and the energy and the colors and it just all comes together. And, you know, um, it, how, I, it's just, it's fascinating, isn't it? You know, how yeah, things just happen. <laughs> well, so it's like, at least my art is different because it's writing, but I hear a lot of um, artists say things like, well, like they, they get writer's block or um, that writing is difficult. And I'm like, but, but I, I just sat down and I ask, you know, like I ask the universe, I ask God, universe source. And then I, I don't question, I don't analyze, I just type. And I, and even if it doesn't make sense to me, like when I wrote my book, there's things that I wrote in my book where I was like, I, I don't understand why this is here. But then five chapters later, it made sense. And I was like, well, thank goodness I trusted because my analytical brain was like, that, that doesn't belong here. This doesn't go here. So, I mean, I get it. I don't know how many, you know, where people are at in their journey and how they can relate to this. So, yeah, when it comes to artist block, I was experiencing that years ago, you know, different di at different times. And it was just because of what you just said, like I was doubting myself too much. I was I was trying too hard, you know, all any of those negative, stressful things that you put into your it stops the flow. So, of course, you've got artists or writers block, writers block because it just stops the flow. And you know, when um, I, I did three years of just abstracts. And it was quite a beautiful experience to to um, to delve into that. And then I would do two or three at one time because you kind of have to let layers dry or stop or go back or, you know, you do everything. I mean, it just and it really exercised my experience to allow and because, you know, you throw pain or squeeze pain or tip things. And, you know, you can't control that. You know, you cannot control you. Know, you can't control life. But I allowed and, you know you do develop your skills. Like as a writer, you develop your writing skills. As an artist, I develop my artist skills. So once I, you know, you, you feel like you've gotten to a level where you're fairly comfortable with your skill level, just let it go and be, be, um, just allow and, and trust. And, and that's when the magic, that's the magic is simply trusting. And so yeah, letting go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is it, is it fair to ask, like, I don't know if this 
creates, you know, drama, but is it fair to ask like what your favorite art um, painting that you have done? Mm, I, you know, I love that question. I don't know if I love that question, but I, I'm, <laughs> I love the fact that the answer is several, you know, oh. there isn't just like one. And, um, but I do have a body of uh, like five or, I mean, it used to be like, I don't like anything I do, you know? <laughs> I mean, that was years ago. And, but when I finally started saying, wow, I really, you know, do still connect to the energy of that piece. And it really speaks to me. I would stop and say, why is that still after all these years speaking to me? And once again, you know, like anything that that's still lit in your house, it is still lighting you up. You know, you just stop a minute and say, what is it that it's expressing? And um, yeah, so and how do you put all of your favorite expressions into one painting? I mean, I've, I have I, I did a personal power portrait for myself when I was healing and um, I, it's too big to put in here. So I couldn't, but it's got so much going on <laughs> and I love it because that's who we are. We all are. There's so many, so many parts to us, you know, so many layers of expression. And so putting them all in one and making that work in one painting is, is, um, is exciting. Yeah. I would actually be interested in seeing that just because like every time I think about you, I do think about very bright colors, like you're pink right now. I think about you and like, seriously, that color. So it's really interesting. Um, and I guess I, I, I did have a question on your colors. Cause like, I I've seen a couple, at least your animal ones, um, from past people that have been in the same group as the one that we were in. And so I, I like wondered, do, do you pick out the colors? Did they like come to you? Um, you know, like, well, I do. Yeah. And, you know, um, it, like this one is more earth tone. And I mean, we all have the the different sides, right? You know, I, I've got the pink world and then I've got the very, you know, powerful earth tone, you know, natural, thing, you know, the, powerful. It, it, it's just we, you have all these elements, you know, but um, when it comes to color, no, I do ask people what their favorite colors are. Okay. And and then um, as I'm working if it starts shifting or I see a different thing coming in, I, if there, every person's different. Some people want me to talk with them on a regular basis and kind of we co-create as it, as it goes along, I show them the process and some people don't want to see it at all. Some people just want to see it a little bit, you know, everybody's different. I love this all. (laughs) So it's up to the individual to to tell me how much they want to communicate during because I'm open to whatever. And, um, and the, so as the, if the color starts shifting for me as I'm working on it, I will tell them and they'll they'll either say, wow, I like that. You, you know, you go with that, you know, or they'll, you know, they'll say, well, you know, I really prefer I'm feeling more drawn to this. And I go, OK, well, I'm just letting you know this is what's coming through. And, you know, so then they can decide. But I but in the end, I want them to to um, to, it, to speak to them. So. Well, this is what I find so fascinating because your bio, you talked about how you're helping people connect to their higher self. And so like, if you're seriously accessing some of their higher self that maybe they haven't introduced themselves to mm-hmm. yet, mm-hmm. like, woo, that gets so exciting like, <laughs> for me. I'd be like, I, I would be so intrigued. I would be so intrigued to be like, well, what does my higher self look like to you? You know? <laughs> Now I do a lot of meditation and studying and quiet and, you know, talking to my guides. So, I mean, like my level is probably going to be different than somebody else's, but, um, it, it's still really cool because, okay. So like when you're watching a movie, we're talking about movies, right? You feel like you're an actor sometimes as the person outside of the movie, like you see something different, your perception is different than the person who's in the movie and can only see this, you know? And so, I think that's really fascinating because like you're playing this role, but when you're painting somebody else's higher self, then you're outside. Yeah. But, but that's, that's where we realized how much more there is to us. You know, we have so many more levels than what we're usually allowing access to. And that's so exciting for me to discover, to allow, to start, you know, opening up to those so much more magical 
amazing levels that that we have all those abilities and all those doubts and and concerns come from not being in tune not knowing who we really are right <laughs> we really are this spiritual being that has incredible you know incredible oh, is amazing yeah but we don't believe it you know so <laughs> know. it's very fun to start tapping into that you know like so and that and that's what's so exciting it's like now from the rest of my life I can just keep tapping in more and more and more you know and it's just like I finally opened the door to trust finally opened the door to fun <laughs> trust allow fun you know and and now I just know more and more levels are going to open up <clears throat> it's very exciting those would probably be like your top values the the trust the fun I don't know curiosity is coming up for me but that could be my mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, that's how Leonardo da Vinci wanted everything. He was so curious. How did the grass grow? How does the blood flow? <coughs> so. Yeah. And, and so if I remember correctly, so you first started off as like a school teacher. Is that right? Yeah. Straight from college, I was like, I can't just be an artist. So I started teaching. Yeah, I taught for 27 years, 28 years. Okay. okay. <laughs> and, I did, and I did art at night, every night and all week and all summer and every, you know, like I, every single day I did art. Like I was just Are you selling those arts then like along the way. Okay. I started all during those years. I was, I had biz, different businesses going on the side, like all, and I, I would go to New York and get the biggest booth, you know, in, in the Jacob Javits center and market oh there. And, and I did that several times in, in Las Vegas. And, the, you know, I was licensing my art to, to national companies. So I, there were, I was selling millions all over the world in, on products like t-shirts and, um, you know, greeting cards and things like that. So I, it was kind of a commercial world that I was focused on in, in the beginning. Um, what caused and, you to shift? Like, when did this happen? Why did it happen? Well, <clears throat> how things, you know, the, the art licensing world, I had quit teaching for a while to, because the art licensing world was really starting to boom. And, you know, with the, with the greeting cards and the, and the collector plates. And, and I was like, so excited. I made it, I made it, you know, and I was with some really big companies and things were really, I was like art licensing. Yes, that's my world. And I've made it. And then suddenly the world stopped buying what I was selling. No I, way. Well, you know, the world's fickle. They, you know, they, one thing's popular this year and the next thing's popular the next year and it just changes. And so I, I call the company and I go, why is my check like a, so much smaller? Like what happened? They, they quit buying what I do. <clears throat> and so they said, well, what do I, what do I draw? What do I draw? <laughs> That's what's popular. And they would tell me what's popular. And I was like, can't really put my heart into it you know like yeah. they said petunias were popular I was like petunias oh, I mean they're wow. pretty but yeah I don't know it's not really my thing you know but okay here's some petunias and I could feel that my heart wasn't in it and I I just couldn't you can't just you can't I mean That's I'm not good. a robot I mean it, you you don't sell millions you can sell a little you know you can eke by a living just doing what what people tell you is popular and what what is works and you know following rules and doing all that you can eke out a living but you can't really feel that soaring you know success financially or emotionally so I quit I uh, went back to teaching then and because I and I and I actually felt like a failure going back oh, to man. a teacher because I thought oh see you know with my head like I failed it was you know things didn't work but they did work but the lesson I learned was I, you know I didn't it, I'm not intended to do um well, what I, what made it so big at the time was kitty cats and unicorns. Okay. And um, I, I wasn't intended to spend my life drawing kitty cats and unicorns. I mean, I still love drawing them and I still love them. I'm very connected to them. I love unicorns, but it, you know, I'm, I'm, it, there's so much more. And I wasn't able to do that when the companies were asking for that only and more and more of that more, you know, only and butterflies and, you know, which, which I, I love all these things, but 
there was more. So I could, I was free then. I financially, I had to free myself, like to get a, a job that I didn't have to think about money anymore and just do what I love at night and the weekends. And, and, um, I love teaching too. I, I, I discovered how much I love teaching. So it worked out really well. That's a whole nother yeah. story because there was a time that I didn't and I learned how to fall in love with teaching again, you know, so, <laughs> so I, I could really lots of life lessons. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I turned teaching to, um, helping every student to love themselves, you know, oh, when the beautiful. focus, yeah. when the focus was just scribble and love your own scribble or, you know, whatever it is that you do that, that comes natural, fall in love with who you are naturally. And then I'll help you make it better, whatever you do, you know, like, and, and yeah. we had this general goal, but, you know, find your own voice in it. And, and, and I allowed each student to do their own, you know, direction. And so it was very fulfilling, you know, to see students light up about themselves, no matter who they were, if they were the football oh, yeah. player that had to take an art class and they could draw footballs, they were happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a rough experience. Yeah, I get <laughs> I you. I don't know why that came to my mind, but you know, you got to deal. I mean, just to to let them be in love with who they are and expand on that. But um, anyway, so yeah, so the more I was free to do what I loved, I started seeing what I do, and I was like, you know, in my art for all those years, the, those I started drawing the spiritual lessons I was learning. Like I had to slow wow. down, you know, I was real hyper and hyper is kind of means that you're anxious to be someone else. <laughs> you're oh, really goodness. not, you're not really happy with who you are. And my hyper energy, I thought was just like, well, I'm just high energy and I'm really, you know, and I'm still high energy, but I'm not hyper, you know, hyper is like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> shaking the leg and you know like and and so I had to draw so I drew things that were peaceful and you know just the person relaxing so I drew more about that I drew more about my masculine energy I drew more about balancing spiritual world with with the laws of the earth because like when I went at business I would go towards I believe I believe this is going to succeed and and then I wouldn't really study the laws of of business how the laws of business work the earth grounded stuff you know you I was part down yeah I was totally into the <laughs> yes yes you know and the spiritual aspect so I had to draw. We're taking the actions right well well it took a lot of action yeah okay. a lot of action but I <clears throat> but I wasn't studying um you know I like demographics or you yeah. know like things that you have to do in business that are very business related you know that I just couldn't connect so I just like said well I don't need that because I believe <laughs> Right. I do sometimes even to myself. And then you have to step back and be like, okay, well, the believing needs a little more help. Yeah. It has to be a balance. So I would draw about that. You know, I would draw the the yeah. grounded tiger with the with this the with the spiritual swans, you know, like flying. So the balance of the two. So I was drawing all these lessons I was going through. And I they were getting more powerful and because I was expressing something very real to to my life and to to yeah. and to that I was learning and, and, um, I saw the power in what I, what I was doing, but, and then you just keep at it until you quit insulting yourself. <laughs> well, I don't, what, I, what I'm hearing is that you were using painting to, to actually manifest because you were putting that in there, what you needed to be in order to get to the next step. And that's really cool. So I feel like you should be putting them into a book and like, <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. I do have a book. Okay. Like, I, I, I kind of put that together. The spiritual lessons with the art that, that yeah. goes with it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's going to speak to somebody. I mean, I'm super fascinated. And then I, like, I wonder if that's like, because you were doing it for yourself, that opened up the door for you to do it for other people. <clears throat> well, it was in Jim's class that, that I was taking when, um, well, oh gosh, that is a whole nother story, right? <laughs> yeah, I get you. <clears throat> but he, I mean, he opened up, you know, the identity, you know, just getting into the identity of who it is I really want to be and feeling it and seeing it, you know, seeing myself in the gallery of my dreams, you know, feeling that I know I belong there and, and, and seeing my art there, truly feeling it, getting to that place. I mean, I was always kind of doing the things, but I, I wasn't, I, you know, I had that little voice always saying, you know, but 
because I was older by then, you know, because I mean, I was 72 now and things started happening for me when I was about 68. So that, you know, like about four years ago, things, maybe it's been five, you know, about four years. And, um, and this in when I came up with the personal power portraits and that was such a blend of who I am because you know my teaching was always trying to help people be who they who they are and I was always wanting to teach the lessons I was learning through the art I was doing and then you know and then I when I did I was thanking Jim for many things I learned in his class so many that was the identity was just one Mm-hmm. And I was wanted to thank him by giving him some art and he didn't really like my abstract. So I was like, what could I do? You know, that's what I was wanting, offering him at the time. And I said, what could I do for him? And suddenly I thought it came to me, you know, like, that's what's so cool. You yeah. ask and you, she, you receive, right. And I just, yeah. re- I was in a space of learning how to relax and how to be in the silence and how to receive and how to lighten up. And you know, the idea of doing his spirit animals and totem animals came to me and I started, I felt, I felt myself creating this double-headed eagle for him. And, and, you know, it just, it just happened. It just flew out of you. Yeah, it really did. And And it was the biggest one and the whole technique and everything about it was different, you know, for me. And, um, when I looked at it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is capturing his energy, you know, like, and cause I was, you know, I knew, I knew him. And so, so then it just, I thought, well, I could start doing this for people, you know, like, and then I was in a place of trust mm-hmm. and cause I was in a place of trust instead of, oh yeah, who do you think you are to do that? I finally got over that. Cause I, that's how I used to be about everything I would approach when I'd start a business. Who do you think you are to start this business? And then I'd get over it and I'd go and do the business. But that little voice, you know, like when I did the big gallery show in Miami, I was so thrilled that I worked to the place where I was, you know, I got into this important gallery in Miami and I'm, I'm going to the opening and I'm walking down the sidewalk and, you know, to the opening and I'm, and I hear myself saying, you're not going to sell anything. Oh yeah. I hear you though. I that, did all that work to get to that place and all I served it myself and being at least feeling good and being high and hear that negative voice and you know that energy it just it is there you know so you you uh, the more you can shift it quickly it never really goes away completely but if you can shift it more quickly and now I shift it very quickly because I hear I hear it come and I and I I know how to shift it quick. Yeah. But, um, you know, so then I got into a place of trust and then I just, just started doing one after the other. And they just, I, I just be like, whoa, look at that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey, I'm allowing, I'm allowing. <laughs> one of the things that, I mean, I personally think is that it's okay for us to be proud of ourselves and our work. And I feel like as a society, somehow, at least in the world that I grew up, that wasn't okay. You're really judged for it. But I find that the more that I'm proud of myself, it's like the more that I'm winning, the more evidence that I have, and that creates more of it. And so like, I, I personally think people should be proud of themselves. And, you know, there's a difference between being boastful and putting somebody else down in order to make yourself feel good versus being proud of yourself and just sharing your light. You know, and it's, that's why you're infectious. <laughs> you have so much joy with what you're doing in your life and how you're serving and the impact that you're having, which is super awesome. Well, which it's is- fun to be free of that stuff. You know, like that's, that's the biggest thing is to be free. And, and, you know, when you put your, when you're putting yourself down, stop a minute and say, well, when will I be happy with myself? And if you put these, you know, high expectations and it's going to be something that'll happen in years down the road, then you've just set up yourself to be kind of semi-miserable for all those years until you, and you're never going to get there anyway. That's the lesson I finally got mm-hmm. is that if, if you put, if you're putting yourself down now and you're expecting things to be better later, it's not going to happen. Because you're putting, because the now is, is, is heavy, is heavy with the putting yourself down. So you've got to start, you know, you can always say, what do I need to do to improve? But what can I focus on that I love that too, so I can feel the joy of being me, you know, and, and uh, what, 
come up with ways, you know, like my, I mean, one of the big things that opened me up was my husband is like an incredible singer and he started entertaining at retirement homes and I started joining him and like twirling. <laughs> I'm not a dancer, but I was trying to get them to kind of dance. And that's what evolved to where I bought the wings and all the costumes. Oh yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I started, I mean, and talk about feeling free because, you know, these people were older and and I didn't have to care what they thought, you know, (laughs) and I was fine. You know what I mean? Like if I, it was, if I was being paid, you were able to do it in a safe environment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So now I could do it on stage. If I, if there'd be a reason I need to do it on stage, I'm not an professional dancer entertainer, but if I was, if if somebody wanted to pay me and for, you know, a million people (laughs) in the audience, I could now do that because I'm free of that, putting myself down stuff, you know? And um, like the ladies at the home would say, how do you get so much energy, you know, like to do what you do? And I said, because you feed me the, you know, your, your love of watching and you know, your love, your love is feeding My me. My kid is flagging me. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but your love is feeding me. And um, anyway, I, and um, I'm just feeling free. I'm, I'm free. I, and I'm, I'm not worried about uh, trying to be somebody else. I'm just free, you know, it, it takes a lot of like mental weight carrying around those burdens of thinking that you're not good enough and, you know, carrying around the doubt and the lack of worthiness. So I am 100% on board with you when you talk, talk about being free, because that's, that's where your energy comes. You free up your energy when you let go of those things. And then it's easy to feel energy because you're not spending all this energy carrying around these heavy weighted thoughts that don't serve you. And and I, and I'm going to ask you one other question before we wrap up, because I know my kid is needing me, but um, (laughs) so when you are um, handing your painting over to somebody, what is that experience like? (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) <clears throat> um it is you're you're giving you're you're passing I don't know I, I don't want to say it's hard that was the wrong answer I don't that is no right it's what came out but it it is like um it, it is like sharing your child you know I don't I don't know it's like it's a part of you that is and um but I, it's more ah oh, there's so many different emotions it's more ecstatic ecstatic um it's it's just fulfilling that's the word it's very fulfilling it's very fulfilling because i know i've i know i've captured it i don't let it go i live with it for a while i don't let it out i don't um, ship it off or, or hand it over until i've Till every time I pass it and look at it, I'm feeling that person. I'm feeling the energy, and I'm, I just keep looking at it. And I alter and change until, until I really feel it. So I'm very, very connected, and I'm knowing that I that I did it, you know. And yeah. what I did is <clears throat> helped somebody. I feel I don't know. It's it's very fulfilling. It's the same as teaching, you know. It's like was it was fulfilling to be a teacher when you when you're able to connect with a certain student and you know you reached. Um, by reaching them, I mean, they fell in love with themselves a little bit more, Yeah, you know? So, so that's the word is fulfilling. I like this word. And I guess like, did did you do Sarah Drury's painting that she hangs on her back wall? That was a gift that the original was given to Jim. That's a print actually that Lisa Carpenter um, paid me to do as a gift for Jim. And it's all the eyes of, of the, um, the I keep calling them counselors the uh coaches you know okay so it's, okay it's, it's yeah, animal, like you know every time I see this I, like I'm always like it's so hard for me to concentrate sometimes on Sarah because I'm like this painting like so yeah I mean your 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 work like has a le- legend is that legendary your work is legendary <laughs> it's, it's creating this long-lasting energetic connection and that's so beautiful so do you feel like that you're still connected to people that you've done like your work yes. with years later yes oh yeah I feel like I'm bonded and I feel like we're friends for life and I just feel very connected yeah very much so I love it it's very 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 fulfilling 
All right. Well, I thank you so much for being on my show. And um, for everybody who wants to get in contact with Joan to, because well, I, guess, I guess we should take one second because we didn't ever describe for people what power portraits are if somebody is not familiar with them. Mm. So, I mean, did you want to speak on that really quickly? Because that's what you, <laughs> is that what you mainly do? Right now it is, yes, because I've got a waiting list. So, okay. <laughs> so I'm, fo I'm focusing on it. I, I, I'm, I'm so fulfilled doing them, you know, that it's, it's, it's like a dream, you know, and, and it is magical every day for me. So that's, that's why the magic is happening, right? Allowing and yeah. So personal, yeah. personal power. I, I, I could just call them power portraits, but I call them personal power portraits because it's when we live in our personal power, we're being all that we are. We're being true to who we are. We're not letting someone else direct or guide. So, um, so that's capturing your energy, you know, and it can be through your spirit animals, your energy, your colors, your, you know, just whatever. We we talk for 90 minutes and we share and, and exchange and <clears throat> it, it's unique to the person. They're all unique. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I think what you're doing is brilliant. I support you. So mm -hmm. I want everybody to be able to check out your work and to experience it for themselves, because I think it is an experience. It's not just like you're going out and buying um, art. I mean, it is a part of you and it's a part of them and it's beautiful. And so I want to see people when, to know. Yeah. And when they see it, <clears throat> it reminds them of who they really are, you know, because we get caught up in the nine, nine to five regular routine day and we tend to forget that's the energy that I really am. That's the energy that really matters to me. That's the energy. That's the, you know, that's, and then you just connect with that energy again. And it's just a, that constant reminder and that constant, you know, lift, you know, to remind, to remember who you really are. I'm sure <laughs> on those days when we all have the, the dark moments that it would mm -hmm. be extremely helpful to have that portrait, the personal power portrait to put you back into that energy. Yeah. And remember, so I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joan, for being on my podcast. I will yeah, make sure in the, the show notes that I have Joan's website and any social media contacts that Joan wants to share, I will put there too. And it was a pleasure. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for staying with me to the end of the podcast. My intention is for you to receive valuable content that leads you to create the life you desire. I certainly love sharing my gifts with you. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with your friends and loved ones if you found value in it? Also, it would be so helpful if you could leave a five-star review on Apple. I would greatly appreciate it. If you would like to be interviewed on this podcast, if you have a topic that you would like me to cover, or if you would like to work one-on-one -on -one with me, then DM me on my socials. Everything you need to find me is in the show notes. Make it a great day.